Welcome back to Money Talkers with your host, Cody Laughlin. I have Jeff Love with me. We just got done with a great interview. We dive into things like real estate syndication, buy-sell agreements, uh, all the things that can come up with tenants and landlords. Not all the things, but at least some of them that he can protect you from. So uh, if you haven't listened to that yet, make sure you check it out. But this is the High Impact Series. And in this, we're going to ask the one big question. And so uh, hopefully we can tem- come away with a pretty great takeaway for you to be able to take your earbuds out, take your headphones off and go have a money talk with your kids. Start that relationship, open that door to where down the road, they're going to have bigger and bigger money problems that come up throughout their life. And you're going to have that relationship because you are a money talker and they are a money talker. And so you can help change the financial trajectory, but also open that relationship for a lifelong ability to be able to talk to you. So Jeff, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, man. So here's the big question, right? What is the one thing that you would teach about in school that our schools don't that's had a major impact on your life? It's passive income and understanding what that means and what it can do for you. Um, so I'm an attorney and you know, certain attorneys bill differently, but we bill by the, by the hour. So an hour worked is an hour of, of income we receive. If, if we're not working, we're not getting paid. And that's, that's the case with a lot of service professionals. I can't sit back and just have the money come in that I may have been able to do by owning a share of a business um, where my money is making money while I'm sleeping. That's not the profession that I'm in. And while I love what I do, I, I want my kids to be able to understand really that, that impact to be able to grow wealth of what passive income can do for them. You know, you mentioned something there. There's only so many hours, right? There's only thing. If you build by the hours, you're, you're already in a limitation because they're not going to make you any more hours, right? There's only 24 in a day. There's 168, I think in a week. And so, um, you know, the ability to, to leverage in there is very important that you can now get paid during the hours. You know, you can pay multiple ways during those same amount of hours, right? You can't. And, What's, what another attorney told me years ago is, you know, I, I make my salary. That, that's what I make every year. I take home that money. We were dealing with a client that was probably close to a billionaire. And he told me, you know, I'll never be at that, at that level because there's only, as you said, there's only a certain amount of hours in the day. There's only a certain amount of deals that, that I can work on. So I'm comfortable with that. And that's my salary. But I want, you know, future generations of my kids to really understand what that passive income is. And one of the things that we've done, uh, my wife and I, is we have invested in a, a four-unit apartment building in Redondo Beach by the beach, um, you know, really for our kids you know, down the road that they'll eventually inherit. But what we've done also is when we bought it, we gifted them a tiny piece of it mm. so that they will understand, you know, as, you know, Right now, the kids are two and four, so they, they certainly don't understand, but they will when they actually own a piece of an asset, and eventually, they'll start getting cash flow from it. They'll get little small checks, and they'll under, you know, my goal to understand is I'm getting this money, and I'm not really, there's work involved, you know, you're managing an apartment building, but it's, it's not your day job, and I'm getting this extra income from that just by owning this asset to really try to get them into real estate because it's for me you know being obviously a real estate attorney i i see the the vast amounts of money that people are able to make and this passive income so i want my kids and you know and i would be great if you know they taught in high school they taught it in school to really understand the power of 
passive income and the real estate investment as one avenue to achieve that, to really let your money work for you, not only getting cash flow on that money, but also appreciation as well. Yeah, I think um, when I learned the definition that an asset is something that puts money in your pocket and uh, a liability is something that takes money out of your pocket or depreciates, right? And so uh, when I finally picked up that uh, out of Rich Dad Poor Dad, I think it was about 19, 20 years old. It's one of the first books I actually completed reading. It was just mind blown that the ultimate goal would be assets buying assets, right? I was like, I got to figure that out because that was just so intriguing to me. You know, I was just having a conversation with my son. I think it was two days ago. I was watching uh, CNBC, right? And all the numbers are flashing up there. And he's like, 123, you know, he's six. He's like, 115. He's like, 123. And he's like trying to read this, the ticker, you know, it's going through. And he's like, what is that? And I'm like, well, that's the value of the stock market. And I said, uh, I said, you know, you can, I was like, you could, you could own companies. And he's like, what? And I go, yeah, you buy it. You know what a stock is? He was like, no, I was like a little share of a company. And he was like, huh. And he's like, I could own part of the companies. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, well, why would I want to do that? And I said, well, while I was like, you don't have to go there to work and you make money from the company making money. And he was like, he's kind of sat there for a minute and he's like, well, could I buy more of it then? And I'm like, yeah. And the more you buy, the bigger piece of the pie you get. He's like, what? I need to make some money. And, you know, and he was just like, <laughs> he had this epiphany right in front of me. And it was so cool to watch him. You know, he was six years old where he was like, wait a minute. You know, and it's like, I really just truly believe that if we bring this education to our kids, even at your age at two and four, they still have concepts of money already. You know, they may not understand it completely. Like my kids used to call dollars and coins. They used to call everything monies. You know, my son would be like, he's four. He's like, oh, I have six monies. You know, he doesn't really know like, what that means, but he knows that he can trade that for items or, or services, you know? You are right. And that my, my four-year-old, I think, finally caught on to that. He wants another game on his uh, iPad. I said, well, you know what, Harrison, that, that game costs money. So you need, to, you need to figure out, do you really want this game? Because you only get one. And he's kind of, in, in a way, he's understanding that, you know, I only get one of these things or, you know, one toy because it, it costs something. But the goal is to kind of get him to understand to your point too. I got one of the best things my dad did for me was, you know, I don't remember what it was, you know, call it a hundred dollars. You know, gave to me and started, gave me a, a custodial uh, equity trading account. I think it was probably with TD Ameritrade. I had, was, I had Blockbuster and Checkers. Do you remember what yours were? <laughs> I, I, my, my guess is Disney. Um, <laughs> That would have been a better investment than mine, I would say. Because so. <laughs> I actually, I, I still have a paper stock certificate for Disney that I was given at like birth. But to me, that was so, as you said, your son, it, it was, it was so fun to be able, oh, I can, I can, I own part of it. Oh, I can trade it. And I remember at like, I still hold it over my dad's head to this day. At 13, I wanted to buy PetSmart and it was at like $2 or something like that. And he said, that's a silly investment. No one's no no one goes to a store like that just for pet supplies. And that was probably when the you know pet stores were just coming out. You know, really getting popular. And a couple of years later, that stock was at twenty two. And I'm like, Dad, what, what what did you what did you do? You know, I, and I was right. And ever since then, you know, but I've been interested in that stock market yeah. and that because of what your money can do and the fact that you don't have to work for it. So, you know, I should just say that. But you know. 
it's passive. You know, yeah. you're not working in that business. Yeah. Um, so, you know, not just real estate, but investing in equities, you know, stock market, maybe investing in, in companies and how you know, private equity works and really understanding that you, your salary and your income doesn't just have to come from your day job that you're working in, in a nine to five job that you can get income from investing in, in various other types of, of assets and, and how that works and how that can grow and the difference between the cash flow and appreciation to get that understanding from an earlier age to really, to get that bug and, you know, and to get excited about it. Yeah. I think the ability to think about multiple streams of income, or I know that uh, the term like your, your money makes money while you sleep, right? Like that, just introducing that concept is so powerful because it just, I, I think the earlier you can do those things, it normalizes it and it doesn't become something like, I can't do that because nobody, they don't have those restrictions on them yet, right? Like their, their mental fortitude of like, wait, you can do that? Yep. Okay. I want to do that. You know, and it's like, they don't, it's, it's, they don't have these, uh, I guess, adult uh, limiting beliefs like, oh, well, that's not for me. Right. So I think it's a really good time to introduce those things is as kids, just in general, talking about the different streams of passive income, you know, real estate, um, you've got, you know, like you mentioned earlier, I, I know on the realty shares and those kind of places where like, you've got, got part of syndication of other people doing the work for you on the real estate side. You've got, you know, business ownership, stock ownership, you know, uh, intellectual property, like having a conversation with your kids to let them know that there's a lot of ways. And especially as kids get a lot of time on their hands, like they can develop a, a, a Chrome extension, you know, and $3 a, a month is what you got to pay for it. And all of a sudden, man, you can go through there and they've got, you know, you've got a thousand people, you're making 3000 bucks a month, like pretty awesome thing, you know? And I, I just think there's a lot of avenues for them right now. And people too, especially with kind of the social media age we're in with these YouTube videos and you've got these quote unquote influencers posting things, but you know, you take YouTube as an example, you made a content, you posted it and you're getting residuals from that. You know, just like if you were to do a type of commercial and you do the work once, but money keeps coming in and you're not continuing to do that work is understanding kind of how this concept works and realize it's not just in one field. It's not just in real estate or buying companies or making videos that there are different ways to achieve, you know, this passive income and really, you know, e even in your, your bank account, getting paid interest or, you know, what is lending money? You know, how did you buy this house? Well, the, well, the bank lends money to me and I'm paying them interest on their money. Um, you know, they're not working in the typical sense of, you know, typing at a computer and, you know, at a, at a cashier stand, but they've lent money and they're making money on that money. So yeah, really kind of understanding. Yesterday with my eight-year-old daughter, it's so funny. That's why I'm smiling. I know you can't see me if you're listening to this on the podcast, but I'm sitting here smiling because I'm thinking about the conversation I just had yesterday with my daughter. We were talking about it and she said, we were talking about lending and I was like, you know, you can be the bank or the borrower. And she was like, well, what does that mean? I was like, if you give someone $10 and you charge them 10% interest, that means you get a dollar. How much do they pay you back? She's like, they give you 11. And I was like, okay. So, but if you borrowed $10, how much do you got to pay back? She goes 11. She goes, I think I want to be the bank. <laughs> just like just instantly, you know, like you don't That's think smart. There yeah, you go. It's so simple to break it down, but it was just like a, she knew immediately I want to be the bank and I just know that that's leaving little breadcrumbs in there for them and their brains to down the road. The way you explain it too. Yeah. It's, it's so key with, with kids and even in high school, if you break down into certain examples where it's understandable and I think you, you kind of just said it as like the light bulb seems to click. 
myself yeah. too, you know, oh, that that's what it means. And like, then you get it and then you understand it. So that's, that's awesome that she, she clicked and she got it. Yeah. She was like, I want to be the bank <laughs> just immediately. Like, you know, her, she's, she's going to be a little mogul. I know it, but she's, <laughs> she, she was on it. <laughs> but that's, I, I want to say thank you so much, man. On this high impact series of just being able to open up that topic in multiple streams of income and talking about passive income. And it doesn't have to be a massive like plan or, you know, uh, uh, an in-depth, you know, mathematical equation, like literally you can just talk about the things that we're kind of talking about right now where there's, they get the concepts in there and then maybe talking about some of the ways that uh, they may be able to do that or go out and Google some, you know what I mean? Go to, go to YouTube university where I like to study. And so, uh, and, and just type in, you know, multiple ways for kids to have passive income and that kind of stuff. And so I think you, I think it's a really great concept to, to take the earbuds out, take the headphones off, go have that money talk with your kids, open that door and just, you know, it's 10, 15, 20 minutes, but these things have massive ramifications down the road that if they're getting these concepts now, they're not learning them 20 years from now, if they learn them at all. And so, um, you know, it's, it's not a scary subject if we just take little small bites at it, you know? You're absolutely right. Consider better. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Jeff, so much. I'll put the links in the uh, show notes. Make sure you check out our full-length episode. And uh, thanks again for coming on Money Talkers. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at the Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kid's financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker.